Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Trey vs. the Coach, Part 2. Here we go again. Hawksbeat Podcast starts right now. Let's go! Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. His heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast, a non-game edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. (laughs) Initially, I had planned to do a pod that was going to be a um, kind of a a mix between a November wrap-up and a mailbag pod, but there's been some breaking news in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't know if you will know if you want to call it breaking news, but Atlanta uh, Hawks have made the national spotlight and not for the reasons that you would initially think. But uh, before we jump into that, uh, welcome into the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on this journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Um, Hawks Beat Podcast, we've been here for this is our ninth season, and we, uh, we're we glad you're here. We're glad you showed up. So take off your shoes, relax your feet. We're just going to talk a little Hawks. Uh, I was going to say Hawks basketball, but very little basketball might be talked about in this episode. <laughs> Let's get on with the get on and get down with the get down. But first of all, I want to remind you guys, make sure you're checking us out on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's how you get at us, at Hawks Beat. Uh, second of all, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, 
um, Spotify, however you podcast, you can find us. So make sure you do that. And last but definitely not least, it'll be really good right now if you just pause the recording right now, pause the pause the show, and swing over and give us a five star rating in whatever platform you're listening for. Thank you. <laughs> Let's get on with it, folks. All right. So, Trouble in Paradise. It appears. It appears. Um, I'll kind of briefly breeze through everything that has gone down Friday. Um, there was a um, a kind of a back and forth between Nate and uh, Trey Young at practice. And uh, first of all, let me do this. Let me shout out folks over at Hawks Fans TV. Um, had a scoop on Saturday, I believe, or, or Friday when they sent out the tweet. Said Nate McMillan and another player. They didn't name Trey, but they, they, um, they had the scoop, man. You know, so shout out to them and whatever source they had, um, for 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 breaking it, for having the guts to to um, tweet it out. And uh, yeah, so you know, let me just tip my cap to Hawks fans TV. You know, keep doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? So big ups. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so um, Shams just. Uh, Sham Sharania from The Athletic uh, wrote a piece uh, with Sam Amick uh, checking in and, and just writing about what went down at practice. And this is uh, one of the quotes um, in the piece. It says, while Young was receiving treatment on his right shoulder, sources say McMillan asked whether or not he would participate in shoot around, receive treatment during walk around, walk through and play in the game against the Nuggets. But Young made it clear he wanted to focus solely on the treatment while messing around. While I'm sorry, while missing shoot around and deciding later in the day whether he would play. So um, let me just start by saying this: this little dust up that they had clearly was not their first one. Clearly, so. I'm not so much concerned about the dust up right here or, or the back and forth here, or even the fact that Trey decided to sit out or Nate decided, hey, man, now nah, you're not finna sit out, shoot around. Uh, I'm not necessarily concerned with that. My thinking is how long and how back has this gone? Because this seems kind of trivial, right? Like, yo, you're going to be doing shoot around? No, I'm not doing shoot around. This seems like this is kind of like something that has been boiling you know what i'm saying it seems like something has been boiling between these two and you can say i may be reading into it uh and maybe i am but i don't think i am <laughs> like because it's it's a very petty thing to see you know hey you, you doing shoot around no nah, i'm not doing shoot around then you go back and forth well either you come out the bench or you're not playing you know you know bump this game you know bump this team you know whatever um it just seemed like there was friction already before this even went down. So that's kind of my take on it as far as the initial back and forth. Now, here's the thing. And so we will look at this in, in the grand scheme. So let's look at this on, on the macro level, right? And so when you look at everything from its totality, the reaction obviously when it comes down to the fan base, when it comes down to the story, the natural reaction is going to be to choose sides. The natural reaction is to choose sides. You're going to have Team Trey. You're going to have Team McMillan. 
The same thing that happened with Lloyd Pierce. Team Pierce, Team Trey. It's not necessarily kind of the same uh, situation, but as far as people picking teams, that's kind of what it is, right? There's something fractured with that relationship. And if it comes down to a battle, Team Trey is going to win. The player always wins. Same way Magic got Paul Westhead up out of there. The same way Michael got some of his coaches up out of there. That's kind of the nature in the business. So if this thing comes to a head, Nate is going to be the one to be clipped. Now, for all you Team Trey clapping and saying, yes, yes, Nate's going to get up out of here. I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. I don't know that that's necessarily a good thing. But first, let me say this. And before I tell you why it's not a good thing. In this totality, Nate and Trey, their relationship, if it is fractured, and I believe it is fractured, how fractured it is, I'm not sure. I can't speak to the depth of it. But to me, it seems like it's been fractured, right? And the problem that I believe, I say, I I think that it doesn't matter whose team you're on, whether you're Team Nate or Team Trey. Listen to me closely. Listen to me closely. Because people get on these these sides and they just want to be right. Oh, I told you Nate wasn't a good coach. Oh, I told you Trey was right. I told you Trey was a buster. If you are a Hawks fan, you need to understand this. Listen closely. Put your ear up to the put your ear up to the speaker. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. You will not win in this league if you are not a team. You will not win in this league unless you are a team. And what I mean by team, I mean a fully functioning team with leaders, with role players, with synchronicity, with a a, a goal, you know? You can't be out here every man for himself and think you're going to win in this league. You may win some ball games, but you ain't going to win no championships. And this ownership, as far as we know, they want to put together a championship product. All right? So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a brief pause, just a brief pause. We're going to come back, and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give blame to both of these gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you the blame they both can carry, and then I'm going to tell you what the solution is. I'm just playing. I don't got a solution, but we'll be back. <laughs> Listen to the Hawks Week Podcast. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right, folks, we are back. Hawks Week Podcast. It's your man, Edub, talking a little uh, days of our Atlanta Hawks lives. <laughs> the soap opera that is the Atlanta Hawks. So listen, uh, before the break, I told you I'm going to break it down for you and tell you where I think both of these gentlemen can carry the blame. Because I think it's always a little bit more nuanced than people would like to believe. You know, I, I think there's room for both of these gentlemen to carry a little bit of this blame. Let's start with Nate McMillan, all right? He's the head coach, so ultimately it falls on him. That's just the nature of the business. He has to navigate the egos. He has to maximize the personnel. He's responsible for the X's and O's. And a lot of people want him gone really just because of the X's and O's because they don't feel that he is the, the, the coach that can get this team to the next level. They may not like him. They, For whatever reason, a lot of folks just want him gone. That's just what it is. The Hawks are fourth in the East. So I don't think he's really going anywhere, at least no time right now, right? Whenever things go wrong, he's going to get all the blame, and he's rarely going to get the praise. That's just the nature of the business. So it falls on Nate, whether fairly or unfairly, to fix all of these things that are broken, navigating egos, managing, maximizing personnel. That's one thing that you got to do as a coach. That's one thing that I think that Phil Jackson was just excellent at navigating the egos of Kobe and Shaq and Michael and Scotty and all that Dennis Rodman. He was a master of that. Nate, not so much, you know, <clears throat> that's just kind of how I see it. Nate is a good coach. I don't think he's a great coach. Uh, he has a lot of tenure. He's been he's very respected in this league. And um, <clears throat> I don't think that firing him is necessarily the solution that is going to catapult this team into the next level like some people think that it is. I'll tell you why in just a moment. Now, let me go to number 11. Right. Let's go to number 11. I know folks gonna be mad because folks love Trey and I like Trey, too. But I got a responsibility. I got a responsibility to call things like I see it. Trey sent out a tweet around 7.15, 7.30 tonight. Said, waking up to public statements about my private life. Come on, bro. <laughs> Number 11. Come on, man. Come on. Waking up to public statements about my private life. Bro, no one's talking about your private life. Nobody is talking about your private life. They're talking about a situation that happened at the Hawks facility. 
You are a public figure. You are the face of a franchise. Like, and that's the problem I have with today's athlete. LeBron does this too. The very passive aggressive type stuff. One way to one way to handle something or, or, or to speak on something that may not be accurate or if something is not coming out the way you want it to come out, speak. You have so many platforms. You have so many platforms. There is media every single day at practice. If something's not the way, if something's being reported that you don't like or if it's not true, speak on it. Speak on it. Like they had practice today and shoot around. Trey was out before the reporters got. At me. So here's how shoot around goes. Here's how practice goes. The teams have practice. And then like the last five minutes, the reporters are left in to get like the last five minutes of practice. And then um, it's kind of like a scrum, which is like just the reporters can talk to who's ever available. Right. Word on the street was that Trey wasn't available or he left after practice. And so he couldn't answer any questions. So now you didn't answer no questions. Now you want to tweet waking up to public states about my private life. And no one knows what the hell that even means. If you, if it's something that you don't like, speak on it, bruh. Tweet on it. Instagram it. Like you got so many avenues to speak on it. Second hashtag or second bullet. This is the second coach you're beefing with. Now I'm not saying right or wrong on either on either situation, and I believe uh, Lloyd Pierce, the first one, I, I believe that he took he did what he was supposed to do. He took his team as far as it was going to go, and then the team needed to grow, and he had to leave. And I understand that. I understand that. But again, how many more bosses you gonna need before you get along with one? Right? Like how many more bosses you gonna need before you get along with one? Just a thought. Another bullet. Several player team meetings to handle team conflicts, according to the article. And if you have the athletic, go ahead and read read the whole article. Don't react to just bits and pieces of it. Read the whole article. In the piece, it said several player team meetings to handle team conflicts have gone on already. Like, bro, we haven't even played 25 games and y'all have several team meetings to handle team conflicts? Like, is you a leader or is you not? And I know the, the, the language on that. I apologize. <laughs> is you a leader or is you not? But you know what I'm saying. And here's what I'm saying. And and, and, and Trey is not, he's not like the verbose leader. He's not the guy that's going to stand up and be like, hey, you know, he, he's not, he's just not that guy. And I don't fault him for not being that guy, but <sighs> the Hawks have leadership issues. I think you have leadership issues. Right now, do I think that it can get better? Absolutely. I think it can get better. I think this might just be one of the kinks that they need to work out. And sometimes things have to happen in order for you to grow, right? So I'm not saying that it's all bad, but I think that it might have to get worse before it gets better. Again, championship teams, the player leadership is what keeps the team together. Let me say that again because you missed that. On championship teams is the player leadership that keeps a team together. Look at the Warriors. You got Steph and Dre, clear, unequivocal leaders of that team. Champions before them, Bucks. You had Giannis and you got Middleton. 
Champions before that, Braun. Leadership keeps teams together. Player leadership keeps teams together. And so um, I think the Hawks have a leadership problem. But I don't think it's, it's, a, it's a situation where it's not fixable. If you ask me from what I've seen, I think DeJounte is the leader of this team. I think he's the leader of this team. But right now, it's still so early. His voice isn't as loud as it probably will be. Give it another two months. I think he will be the unequivocal leader of this team. I think they've already like announced captains or whatever. I have to go back and see who are even the captains or whatever. But DeJounte, the way he talks, the way he handles himself, he, he appears to me to be the leader of this team. How he said he's always talking to the rookies and how he's always talking to the young guys and giving bogey advice. That is leadership. That's leadership. You know? And, you know, I'm not picking on number 11. I'm not picking on Trey. I just call things like I see it. Like, that's what I got to do. And I'll tell you one thing I didn't like, and this is the last thing. I don't, you know, I banged on Nate, I banged on Trey, and you both can take it how you want to. The last two losses that the Hawks had, the one against Houston and the one against the Heat, I was in the building for both of those, in Houston and in State Farm Arena. After the game, Trey didn't shake hands with his competitors, and I didn't really like that too much. Now, you can say in the grand scheme of things, not really a big deal. And it's probably not a big deal, but I ain't like that too much. If you a leader, bruh, you got to take that joint when you winning and when you losing. You know, you want to do the shivers, you want to do the shimmies and everything when you when you playing and y'all up and it's winning and everything's cool. And that's fine. I like that. I like that. Like my favorite player of all time is like Dion. So I like the I like the the, the showmanship. I love the entertainment value of that. But bro, if you lose, you can't be out here not shaking hands and walking off like somebody stole your ball. So that's how I see it from Nate front. That's how I see it from the Trey front. You know. So at the end of the day, I highly doubt Nate gets axed right now. For several reasons. Number one, they're 14 and 10. Like, they're fourth in the East. Like, <laughs> that's still good. It's still good. Like, they're in a good standing. They're fourth in the East, and they haven't even played, like, their best basketball, I don't believe. Number two, Nate has two years on that contract. Tony Wrestler, the owner, is not coming off that bread. Because <laughs> if they fire Nate, they got to pay him his two years salary, and they got to pay the guy coming in. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you what that means for everybody that wants to get rid of Nate. You're not getting anyone better than that. You're not bringing in nobody better than Nate because you're not going to be able to pay him. You're not going to be able to pay him. And you want to know how I know how you ain't going to be able to pay him? Because Tony don't even want to pay the players. Tony was like, okay, yeah, we're going to go in the cap. The cap not going to be an issue. He said the cap not going to be an issue. You currently got an open roster spot and you ain't feel it. And he told my, my guy Brad Rowland from the Lockdown Hawks podcast, basically, I mean, the GM was like, nah, you know, it, it is kind of a money thing. So if they count their pennies, you're not going to pay big bread to get a, a better coach in here. And you look at Nate's assistants, eh, I don't know. I love them dudes, some, some good dudes. But I don't, I, I don't look at his assistants and be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that's going to get it together. I, I just don't see it happening.
I don't see it happening. Now, it could happen. I could be wrong. And I always say this. If I could be wrong, I'm going to walk it back. I'm going to come back and I'm going to play this sound and be like, you know what? Your boy was wrong. Your boy was wrong. But I doubt it. <laughs> no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just saying he's got two years left in our contract. And he may he may indeed not make it through this season. I think things would have to really go off the rails. Trey would have to go up to that to that office and be like, I need him gone now. And he will be gone. But I don't think that if you clip him now, that you're going to have enough bread to pay another guy who was better than Nate. I just don't think, though. I mean, we can agree to disagree, but I just don't think that's going to happen. So that's what it is, folks. That's what it is. Hawks have a game tomorrow. So it's going to be interesting to watch how this team navigates and how this team plays and what they say over the next few days. They have a game tomorrow against the Oklahoma City Thunder, State Farm Arena. It's a home game. And then on Wednesday, they are in New York. So it's going to be interesting, the press conferences and and, and the words and, and the questions. And uh, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be watching. It's going to, it's going to be interesting to see how it is. And let me just say this in closing. It, it's, it's rather a difficult line when you are media, right? Because the Hawks don't have a beat writer for the athletic. They have a beat writer for the AJC. Shout out to my girl, Lauren. Does a great job. Um, fans, it, it's, being a beat writer has to be one of the toughest jobs in America. <laughs> because you're dealing with reporting facts and you're dealing with fans who are passionate about their teams. And a lot of times fans want the reporters to report things that make them happy. They want them to report on things that uh, make them feel good. Talk good about my players. Talk good, you know, find the good. But that's not what it is. You know, Chris Kirshner, to his credit, he asked a lot of tough questions. Yeah, he made some bonehead stuff on Twitter, which was kind of funny in my opinion. But I had no problem with Chris. Chris was a good dude. He was always nice to me. And uh, I tried to get him on the show, but our schedules was never linked. But that's just kind of how it is. Um. It's difficult. It's difficult because folks don't want to be harassed and folks don't want, you know, crazy folks and they mentions talking cash about them. So it's easier a lot of times to just keep it cool. You know what I mean? But it's going to be interesting to see how they answer these questions. And my, my thing is this. If you're not going to answer the questions, don't be making those statements about how you getting done wrong and how you a victim. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. Like, that's not, nah, that's not, you know, just speak on it. Speak on it. Say it with your chest. You dig what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for checking out the Hawks Week podcast. We're going to be right back here tomorrow. Wrapping up OKC Thunder and Atlanta Hawks post game. Uh, you know how we get down with the get down. So, y'all know how we get down. Come on, say it with me. Say it with me. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
my guy. You're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.